Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here talking all things Disney. And Doug, welcome back from your magical vacation in Florida. You just got back from how many nights? About four nights down in Walt Disney World? Four nights at Pop Century celebrating Alden's 10th birthday. Which is really magical. Alden, if you don't know, is Doug's son. He was on the show a few weeks ago, did a phenomenal job. So go back and listen to him because he is hilarious. And I'm sure you have a lot of great stories to tell because that's what we're going to talk about tonight is your trip report because right now is kind of a really fun time to go to Walt Disney World. There's a lot of things kind of building, some secret hidden constructions. You got to try a new uh, ride. And so we're going to dive into all of that. Yeah, there's lots to get to, and this trip was for his birthday, and we went down, um, part of it was to see the U.S. men's soccer team play Panama in a World Cup qualifier, uh, so we did that, that was awesome and amazing, soccer's lots of fun, I'll kind of put a pin in that though, that's a different type of show, and we went with a friend of his and his friend's father, Micah and Corey, and they're great travel companions, we had a lot of fun as a group, so it was definitely a neat experience for the boys to get to do such a thing together. And I got to follow you along on Twitter, and I'm not going to lie, I was very jealous of you being down there. It looked like a lot of fun. Uh, it was a little hot, though. A little hot, a little wet. Yeah, And af- after the hurricane, the heat index, of course, was uh, skyrocketed. So I didn't envy you too much at times. Yeah, we hit the 100 degrees in the heat index a couple times. And I'm not going to lie... It was hot. I melted a little bit. All right. Well, I know we were texting back and forth. So one of my favorite things I like to hear is from when you land at MCO, that's the Orlando airport, how long did it take you to get from touchdown to feet inside the park? It took a while this time, Derek. On our trip that we went on, man, we got there quick. This time um, I had fast passes set up thinking, well, if I don't make this one, no big deal. And uh, we did not make it to our first two fast passes. Uh, We got to Pop Century. It took about an hour. And then we had a little bit of wait to check in because I'm still old-fashioned and like to go to the desk, I guess. Uh, We didn't do the part where you just skip the desk because right now they're offering um, some gift cards sporadically. When you check in, you can waive the maid service. So we didn't get any room keeping or mouse keeping um, during our whole trip for four nights So we got a $30 gift card. Um, And our friends that were with us, they were there for three nights, and they got a $20 gift card. So that's part of why we checked in at the front desk. That took a little bit of time to get the gift card and everything. And they said their room was ready, but ours wasn't. So we walked to uh, their room. I took a whole bunch of pictures of it because it's the new refurbished room in Pop Century. And then I got the text saying our room was ready, which was literally next door and adjoining. So checked out the rooms, went to the bus stop, and we waited. And we waited, 
and we waited. And finally, like, we're starving. Let's go eat. So we ate at the food court. We saw the bus pull up out the window. That bus sat there for 10 minutes. We finished eating, got out there, it pulled away. So you got my bus karma. And we waited, and we waited, and we waited. 40 minutes later, another Epcot bus came. We saw four Magic Kingdom buses, three Hollywood Studio buses, and three Animal Kingdom buses in the time that we waited that second time. (sighs) So that was how we started the trip. But you got a gift card. I got a gift card. And I'm thinking about it because our show last week, we talked about tipping. Did you get to keep the mouse keeping tips then? That's Yeah, that's really the other big part is uh, we made our pre-made envelope. So all I had to get them out was, you know, and ready. The only one I used was on our last morning. I threw out the tip for whoever cleaned our room afterwards because four days of filth from Alden and I is quite a bit. So I kind of felt bad for that person. You but, may, uh, yeah, you may want to throw an extra couple throw dollars an extra in that buck into that envelope. Yeah, so we did. Not only did we get the gift card, we saved on tipping too, because we didn't have to tip mousekeeping every day. So uh, we did finally get into the parks, and it was a good three and a half, four hours, something like that, from touchdown to in the parks. Um, and then, of course, our first fast pass that's ready is Test Track. Alden been talking up Test Track for days with his friend because it was going to be one of the first rides and we get to design our cars and they're going to race against each other and i'm going to win because they're 10 year old boys and it was down oh because bummer it yeah it like poured while we were waiting for the bus at one point and, and it was down still and it was still down and we did other stuff uh and then we finally used that fast pass on soren instead of on test track and then of course it was it was back up but we needed to hop and get on over to Magic Kingdom. We were going to watch some fireworks that night. But, uh, yeah, it took probably four hours to get from airport to park, which is not our fastest. Two and a half, I think, is about. The, That's about what the, we did. Yeah, I, it's possible to be a little faster. But three is probably, like, a good estimate, like, a little conservative. But being aggressive on you're going to get there and get going but four, oh, we were four plus easy. It was awful. So yeah. that was the biggest disappointment of the trip was right off the bat. It only got better from there. Well, that's good. Start low, finish high. Wonderful. Now, when you were at um, Epcot, did you get to do Mission Space Green, the new version of it? We did. We uh, did Mission Space Green. Um, Alden wanted to do orange. Uh, he's never done it. I don't think he would like it, but... Uh, um, his friend before every like ride, he had a thousand questions about the ride and Alden's trying to explain it. I'm like, Alden, you've never been on this. It's totally different. He's like, nah, it's still mission space green. I've done that. Like, yeah, but it's totally different. So mission space green is now essentially like a claustrophobic Soren, but around the world. I mean, it's Soren around the world. Literally, you just fly around the world and, you know, go past the international space station. It, I think I can do it easily. I, I had on a motion sickness patch just because Michelle wasn't there to go on the rides with Alden, so I had to I had to man up and do it. But I don't think I'll have any problems with Mission Space Green going forward. It is essentially Soren, but with like buttons I can play with and switches I can flip. It's great. Yeah, and everything uh, has been like re three D rendered and built. So was the graphics yeah. pretty top yeah. notch? It looked good. It was good. It's a tiny little screen because, you know, you're in a space capsule and whatnot. But, yeah, I just like pushing buttons and yelling out commands at the boys. And they were very vocal while on that ride. It's kind of fun how they make it like a group 
activity. So if you have four people, it's ideal because that's how many is in the little capsule. You know, every now and then we'd yell at like the navigator for not doing their job good enough or off course. So that was our job as dads to harass the boys. That is our job as dads. Perfect example. And that is a bonus tip that all of our listeners are now learning. So moving on, where did you guys eat dinner that night? Well, we ate a late lunch at Pop Century's Food Court, which is gourmet. Just mm. up, right? Yeah. Top notch. It, yeah. It, it's a food court. So we did not really eat supper or dinner. Um, we hopped to the Magic Kingdom. We had this idea that we get waffles at Sleepy Hollow. So we get there and like, well, let's check out the weight, you know, how many people are already set up for Happily Ever After. Mind you, we are about two hours from showtime two hours so my first thought was to look for a space right along this wall where derek and i we watched it from Mm -hmm. that one time great great spot nobody right in front of you um there's a speaker in the way but i can get over that because i don't have to worry about heads that was already two people deep at two two hours hours? wow two hours so we're like okay plan b you guys are gonna sit here we started row number two behind another little spot there. And I'm going to go get us some water, waffles. I'm going to just run around. Magic Kingdom was bananas. So it's party season at the Magic Kingdom. There was a Halloween party the night before, and there's going to be a Halloween party the next two nights. So that makes the Magic Kingdom absolutely insane on the night that there's not because it's the only night to see Happily Ever After. Uh, so everybody was there for the show, just like we were. That's why we mm-hmm. were there. It was the only chance we had to see it. And the line for waffles, I'm pretty sure I'd still be in it. It looked that long. So I text back like, yeah, the waffles aren't going to happen. I'm going to get some ice water, and then we'll talk about plan B. Ended up getting pretzels, and then I think... No, I, yeah, later on, Corey went and checked the waffle line. I'm going to check it again. It was like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, so we got pretzels and cheese sauce and uh, waited and waited and waited. And we talked to the people that were in front of us a little bit. They are from Brazil. Um, so that was kind of fun. We did talk a little soccer since that was part of the purpose of the trip too. Uh, so a couple trips ago alden and i talked a lot of soccer with some italians this time we got to talk soccer with brazilians so um it's why you always talk to who's around you and learn stuff about the world but uh when the show actually started the group the there was two couples in front of us they actually kind of scooted together and let the boys ride on the rail so that was really nice so if we do have someone listening in brazil thank you um, that was really nice. This another reason you talk to everybody around us. Also, about 20 minutes before showtime, the whole place is packed. It's bananas. One of the boys says, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, the worst. We're like, um, can you hold it? Mm, yeah. And you see him saying, yeah, but it's like body language is no. So as a parent, we did something that I don't know if our wives would have approved of. We let... Let Alden basically navigate the boys to the bathroom. He knew right where they're at. You could see it. Um, so Alden managed to get them to and from the bathroom pretty quickly. And they came back. They're still alive. So I feel like that was a good parenting decision. But there was no way, like, 
one of the adults could have gone with the kids and then still held our space. Yeah, save the spot. Like, people were on top of it. Um, but us two, we weren't shy about keeping our space. But we were, I was a little paranoid as to whether we'd ever see him again or not. But Alden knows our our meetup points. Like, when you get lost, this is what you do. So it's been drilled into him. So we do have that in place. It's also not his first trip to Disney World. So. No, no. So I'm pretty sure he'd, he'd take the reins and we would have been fine. But... They, they made it back in time for the fireworks. And it felt weird. You know, we're calling it fireworks. And I was saying, like, you know, it's not really fireworks anymore. It is a show. I think the fireworks are the third most important part of that show. The music and the projections are way better than the fireworks are just kind of extra. Is that a good way to describe that show, Derek? They're, they're a part like, of the I show. Just, I think it's like. They're a part of it, but it's like. You still need the fireworks. They weren't there. Like if the fireworks didn't work, I'd still watch it. So, yeah, the um, they were blown away by it. Alden was like, "Holy cow, yeah, that's way better than wishes." Um, so it was Alden's first time seeing Happily Ever After. He thought it was great. Um, uh, the people with us, they'd been to Disneyland a couple times, but they've never been to Disney World, so they thought they thought they were amazing too. So saw it, and then afterwards, park was open for another hour, and then extra magic hour. So three more hours after the park was open. But I think it took us 30 minutes to get anywhere. Like, just physically chaos ensues after that show. Um, we went and we rode Buzz. And then I think we decided... And I think we did Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. And we're like, yep, let's go home. It was late. And we waited for nine buses at the Pop Century Ugh. bus stop. Nine buses came and went before we got on our bus. And that's after you did a couple rides, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, not going straight to the buses. So that's what party season will do. So if you're going from Labor Day through Christmas, that's party season. Know that the Magic Kingdom on a non-party night will be bananas. And the whole day it's bananas. So if you can hop to watch the evening stuff like we did, that way we weren't in the bananas all day. So that is a big tip. And party season, huge impact on crowds. Nine buses. Nine, but that that's and one where you just take an Uber and save the time. You should have. I didn't have the minivan app activated on my phone yet. Otherwise, we totally would have done that. And about half of those nine buses were the big articulated buses. Pop Century, the All-Stars, and Art of did, Animation. Did everyone staying at Pop Century go to the Magic Kingdom that night? I think so. I believe so. I, that's what the parties do. They just they drive all the crowd there. I, I can't say that enough times. The parties affect the crowds in big, big ways. Would have been a great night to watch Hollywood Studio fireworks. Perfect yeah. night. Nobody would have been there. And you would have had a bus all to yourself going back to Pop. Yeah. If there were any buses, they're all busy going to Magic Kingdom. Well, you still got to go to Hollywood Studios if you uh, want to move on. I don't know if you went there day ah, two. But day let's two. move on to day two. We rope dropped Hollywood Studios. There we go. You did get over there. And it was about, it was a 9 a.m. opening, about 8.30, right after they let us through the turnstiles, where we're standing undercover. They let you go stand in the road with the rope. Mm -hmm. It started to pour, literally, as we got into the studios. So I bought my ponchos. We stood there with about 20 other people. That was it. Normally, that whole street's full of people. About 20 people. It was awesome. We were on and off Toy Story um, real quick. 
over to rock and roller coaster kind of quit raining it was just kind of sprinkling then you have to put ponchos back on at that point walk through rock and roller coaster we're walking through the um, studio part where they talk to you a little bit and i recognize a guy from youtube um actually satisfactual uh, youtube channel also friend, uh follow them on twitter they follow us talk to them a few times on twitter I think we talked to him the night we were at the Hollywood studios watching the movie Magic and the Fireworks. Oh, yeah, we couldn't find them. We were, like, right next to him, couldn't find him. So I met him, um, nice guy. He gave me a couple writer swap passes. So we used those later on in the trip. So thank you, guys. Uh, great YouTube channel. Check it out. But uh, we, uh, I mean, we couldn't walk fast enough to get on Rock and Roller Coaster. And then we couldn't walk fast enough to get on Tower of Terror. I, I mean... It was almost like, why do we have need fast passes at that park? Which was good because we didn't have any. So we walked on that. Then we went. We walked in to meet Chewbacca. I think we waited on three people ahead of us, and then we met BB-8. Walked right into BB-8. The wait said twenty minutes. I don't even know what there. I looked in there. I'm like, there's not anybody. Let's go. And uh, then we walked on to Star Tours. So we did everything we need. Every attraction that ride at star tours in like an hour and a half. So it's not even a half day park. As a lot of people are saying, it's a, a fourth of a day park at that, at I, that rate. Nobody was there. It was awesome. Yay for the rain, right? Get up, get it going in the rain. So many people see that rain on the forecast and don't get out of bed. Uh, and oh, then we not hopped. Me. I love it. Yep. It was perfect. It was exact. It worked out great. And then I think we hopped over to animal kingdom right after that. And, we used a fast pass for flight of passage after we ate lunch at Soli Canteen. That food was excellent. Alden loved the hamburger, um, the pods, the burger pods. I got the uh, chicken with rice base and creamy sauce. That was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, see, when we went, did you get the beef, Derek? Yeah, I got the beef. That it was beef, really so, good. Yeah, and I got the chicken. No. No complaints, and uh, I don't remember what Corey and Micah got, but they got hamburger pods and a, one of the other platter th- the bowls, and they really liked it. And he kind of Corey kind of compared it to uh, you know Chipotle, kind of how you get to pick yep. your different things together, which is exactly I spot on, just different flavor. Um, but the chicken is it was really good. I enjoyed it, um, and then we got both desserts the. We got the uh, blueberry mousse cheesecake stuff and the uh, chocolate cake because it was Alden's birthday that day. So that was his chocolate cake. Um, So the chocolate cake's really rich. It's good. The blueberry thing, not as sweet as last time. Oh, that's good. I had a bite. It was much more palatable. We couldn't even finish it between us. Like It was so sweet last time when we got it. It made like my mouth hurt. Like, salivary glands all didn't know what to do. This time, it was actually pretty edible. Still really sweet, but it was much better. So, I understand why so many people say they like it now. The what We, we had a bad batch, clearly. Um, so, I was glad I was able to try it again and say, not as horrible as described previously. Okay. There we go. So, well, I'll have to try it again when I go down there. Yeah. So, that takes us to Flight of Passage. Um, so, I've been on it before. They're all asking me what it's like. Describe it. Um, all this friend Micah had a million questions. Is it a roller coaster? No. Is it this? No. Is it that? No. I'm like, it's not like Soren. 
It's not like Star Tours. It's not a roller coaster. I have no way to describe Flight of Passage, Derek. I'm trying to, but I'm like, it's a combination of all those, except you're on a motorcycle. And I use the phrase crotch rocket, and then the boys just giggle. Like, they they have no idea what a crotch rocket really is. They just know I say crotch and rocket. <laughs> so it's hard to describe stuff to nine-year-olds. Um, oh, but ten. Ten. Well, one of them's ten. Yep. And it's kind of funny when somebody would ask, how old are you guys? He go, well, I'm ten. He's just nine. Like, yeah, today. Today, sir. Um, but after the ride, you know, the other dad, he's like, I get how you can't describe that. I can't describe it, but it's amazing. That's the best ride I've ever been on type of reaction. And Alden just like, yep, best thing ever. Can't wait to see what they do with Star Wars. If this is what they can do for Avatar, where it's one movie with a bunch of blue people, what are we going to get in Star Wars? That's where his brain automatically leaped. And uh, yeah, they all loved it. Um, it was really good. I looked around a little bit while we were on the ride. I kind of glanced up and over. And there's like five stories worth of people in there on their little crotch rockets looking at the screen. And it's amazing how much they move. Because you can look back where they you store your stuff and like you go up and down like almost a whole story worth of movement. You're taking yourself why. out of the immersion of being uh, in the uh, Pandora. I was just curious. My mind is curious. So, um, but yeah, the ride was awesome. Uh, I had no motion sickness problems this time, probably because I used a patch that was not expired like last time. Evidently, motion sickness patch expiration dates do mean something, Derek. I Who would have. I mean, you are a doctor. I would assume you would know stuff like that. But... Just the expiration dates are just because the FDA forces you to put a date on it. But then we went to the safari, and uh, they went on Everest. I did not do Everest. I sat that one out. Oh, we did not get to Dinosaur because the line was just a little too long. So then we hopped. We went back to Pop, took a little break, just got off our feet for about an hour and a half or so. And then we hopped on over to Hollywood Studios, used one of those rider swap passes on Rock and Roller Coaster, and then we ate dinner for Alden's birthday at 50's Primetime Cafe, where Alden promptly put his elbows on the table and got yelled at. Of course he did. I, he just He's just obnoxious. He's constantly doing something but to get yelled at. he chose that restaurant. You gave him he the did. option of any restaurant in Disney... And yes. that's the one he chose. He wanted to get yelled at on his birthday. I find that very odd. He gets yelled at enough. He shouldn't want that for his birthday. But, you know, and the waiter started calling him Skippy or something like that because he's being obnoxious. And, you know, he's like, can I have a Coke? I don't know. Can you have a Coke? Like, the waiter just was, he was, he was funny. Um, really good wait staff that night. Really funny. And uh, chatted a lot. Harassed Alden all night long and his friend and some of it i think was going over their heads a little bit but that made it all the more funnier Corey and i never really got picked on because the boys were taking the most of the most of the picking you just got to enjoy your dinner for once i did it was really good as usual and uh we all got milkshakes for dessert well Corey got a cake it was looked really good it was big and alden got a little birthday cake um, a lot of Disney restaurants give you like this crummy little cupcake mm-hmm. and there he got uh, actual cake, I think. So it was pretty solid. Um, they sang happy birthday really poorly, which was hilarious. I wish I would have videoed it 
the the happy birthday. But oh, that would have been perfect. I failed as a parent. It's all right. You were enjoying the moment, not through your phone. That's true. That is that is correct. So I'm assuming you stayed for Star Wars fireworks that night. We did. We went from dinner to um, I held a spot. I had ponchos that I spread out a little bit, and then uh, they went on Star Tours another time because there was no wait over there. And then they did their shopping at the old Star Wars store there, Tattooing Traders. Alden built a lightsaber, which he just immediately wanted to get out and hit people with, and I said, no, I don't care if it's your birthday. You're not hitting people with your lightsaber. Um, Jeez, and then Dad. Uh, I know. And then uh, they got to see the Disney movie Magic, which is kind of a nice pre-show. Like, why can't the Magic Kingdom do something 20 minutes before uh, Happily Ever After just to keep the crowd at bay? But... Uh, I mean, even, at, even in California Adventure, they do some weird, you know, game yeah, on the Ferris wheel. Yeah, you got some entertainment. There's nothing at the Magic Kingdom. Um, but they all didn't really like the Disney movie Magic. Um, it's basically a long commercial yep. for all their recent releases. So it'll be interesting when they update it this next time to see what all they add. I would imagine we'll get Coco and Star Wars um what else comes out in the spring that's i don't even remember but uh say so you'll put get, they'll get thor or black panther in thor, there and yeah there you go IPs. infinity war incredibles too maybe yeah so I, I hope a new update will come after christmas i would imagine i don't think we'll see it before christmas because they're they're busy with jingle bell jingle bam but uh we got to see star wars fireworks um our guests were really enjoyed them that Alden of course you know has seen it multiple times and so he was busy telling his friend don't miss this part watch this part it's like what else would I be doing other than watching it Alden but thank you well it could be like you on Avatar looking around looking behind it could be it could be but uh so Star Wars fireworks was great we waited for three buses that time I think was all so that went much better um, they're leaving the Magic Kingdom. And that was our full day at Disney with our friends. And then we went to bed. There you go. All right. And where'd we, uh, where'd we go for day three? Day three, we rope dropped the Magic Kingdom. They had extra magic hours in the morning. So it was crazy early. And they changed the opening time kind of that week, just a few days prior. So extra magic hours started at 7 a.m. Woo, that is early. Yeah, and I was not aware of the change of time. I failed, Derek. I actually failed. We got there at like 10 till 7. Ooh. We just walked by the time, and that's like when we're getting off our bus. Yeah. I'm thinking that's really good timing for, I thought it opened at 8, and like, yeah, we'll have a, you know, sit down and did Nope, we just walked. Never slowed down, walked all the way to Space Mountain. Went on Space Mountain twice, walked as fast as you could walk, you could get on it. Fast as you could walk, we got on bus. Waited about two minutes to do Tomorrowland Speedway. Um, I don't remember what we did after that. Like, we kept, like, it was amazing how many things we just, knocked out that morning we only had a half day in the magic kingdom 
and we did, I think, everything we wanted to. We got to the Jungle Cruise, Thunder, um, Mine Train with a Fast Pass, um, Thunder with a Fast Pass, did Space for a third time with a Fast Pass, got Barnstormer, Dumbo, we even did Ariel at one point because we're like, well, we need to do something. Uh, boys did teacups. They went on their own. I think they had that thing spinning as fast as they possibly could have. So we only had a half day because we had to go to a soccer well, you game. Did, that... You did you did a whole park in a half day. I know those when you get so it was peak season because it's Columbus Day. A lot of people don't realize Columbus Day creates peak from like Thursday before to about Thursday afterwards. It is nuts. Columbus Day, I don't understand why, but it's bananas. And uh, so I knew we were going in the crowds, but that 7 a.m. extra magic hour was so worth it. Now, later, we ate lunch at Skipper Canteen, and we could see the crowd rolling in thick. Like, it was it was getting busy. And when we left the park after doing Mine Train, it was difficult to get down Main Street to leave. That's how busy it was. And we did not have to wait hardly at all to get a bus because a bus pulled up that was packed, people standing on it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon to get off and go into the Magic Kingdom. And we're just thinking, we did 80% of the attractions, and you guys are just now showing up. Well, hopefully that's uh, who you pass the rope drop radio cards to because obviously they are not listening to this show. They are not. They are not. I, I gave some cars out at bus stops, though, on the way back to the resort. That's usually when I'd remember to do it, talk up the show a little. Um, met some nice people on the buses and met some annoying people on the buses. We had the most annoying bus ride home one time ever, but uh, that's a whole other story I should not tell. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about that one off air, but let's keep moving on yeah. with your trip. You left the Magic Kingdom. You had soccer that night. And uh, where, downtown Orlando? Yeah, it's kind of downtown Orlando. It's like the other side of the tracks from the Amway Center where the Magic play. Um, it's quite a few blocks. They had a big fan fest area set up. Um, Johnson & Johnson had a thing. Coca-Cola was handing out whole cans of Coke and Diet Coke. and Whoa, they're awesome. just giving money away. It, just handing it out. You got I, a free gift card, a free Coca-Cola, free cut line passes, Doug. We, you, I, we also got a towel. Um, from Powerade. This I trip paid for itself. Just about, just about. And so the Fan Fest thing was pretty cool. Um, the stadium there is top notch. It's fairly two years old. Orlando City is the regular attendant. It's a great venue. If you like soccer and you're in Orlando and you have the chance to go to a game, definitely go. We Ubered to the game. Parking there, sketch like it's a long ways away now i understand why because the neighborhood around the stadium is sketchy um our uber ride home was interesting i will say that but uber there was great no problems it was way cheaper than renting a car and parking the car and then having to drive the car so it was fun we had a lot of fun that was why we went boys had a great time dads had a great time the u.s won so that was also fun and that was soccer that was the highlight then we went back and uh said goodbye to our friends because they were leaving the next day i think they had like the 3 a.m magical express Ooh, that's not magical at all no tragical so alden and i went to bed because we were going to uh hit morning extra magic hours at animal kingdom the next day i let him pick 
what he wanted to rope drop and he said flight of passage i'm like are you sure flight of passage there was no wavering i couldn't convince him otherwise so that's where flight of passage now ranks for him so impressive well then that's yeah. a good tip to people uh, who are thinking about going on a trip that is a great attraction and definitely mm-hmm. worth a rope drop and a yeah, fast if, pass if alden's saying it it's serious business so I had fast passes set up for Hollywood Studios at like starting at 10 to 11, that window. Um, so we went to Extra Magic Hours at Animal Kingdom. We did Flight of Passage. It took basically an hour to do. We could see the front of the line. We weren't at the front, but we were, I mean, we were only 40 to 50 people back and it took an hour. So we don't know if something was wrong, like they weren't ready to open it or open late. Who knows? But it was not fast. But we were leaving as the regular rope drop was coming into Animal Kingdom, which was difficult. At one point, we just had a stop on the bridge that leads up away from the Tree of Life. We, we just had to stop over by the side because we were getting trampled. And uh, so I filmed the uh, oncoming onslaught of people. I feel for all those people that probably headed straight to Flight of Passage because they're already waiting two hours. Yeah. Just from At rope drop. Like, you shouldn't have rope dropped Flight of Passage. If you have the day to spend there, you should have done everything else, then went and stood in that line. So I will say, like, don't go on an extra magic hours if you're not going to be there for extra magic hours. Showing up late for extra magic hours and getting in that flight of passage line is a waste of time. Once that line is there, just go do other stuff, get in it later, because the lines everywhere else are only going to build. Flight of passage is built. It's done. The line is full within 20 minutes. If you're later than that, just stand in the line later. Um, Come back, but uh, get everything else done. So all those people were going there, though. I know it. I could feel it, sense it. They weren't going to hit Dinosaur or Everest or Cali River Rapids or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah. that attraction, Alden's right, though. You know, what is Star Wars going to be like if that's what they do with Flight of Passage? But then also you got to wonder how you, know, you got to move all those people. And so, yeah, uh, I definitely Oof. the Animal Kingdom's got to start thinking about something uh, to at least get people on the other side of the park. Yeah, I and Everest, I mean, it's a great attraction, but its capacity is real high, so people are getting on and off of it pretty quick. Yep. Right now, the lines aren't too bad. I mean, I'm sure today with the peak with Columbus Week, but you know, normally, heck, you got lots of time you can get over there and get that. So we did nothing else in Animal Kingdom. We just did Flight of Passage. I took a p- couple pictures of him um, in Pandora because it was like empty when we we're leaving Pandora. There was like no one there, almost eerie. Because everybody was in line for Flight of Passage. Um, and then he asked why we didn't want to do Navi River Journey. And I said, because it's not a walk-on. He's like, okay, I trust you. <laughs> and uh, so we left. We went. So over he didn't get studios. to do Navi River at all? No, we didn't do it at all. Because we, we never had like a Flight of Passage Fast Pass for later in the day when we rope dropped. Mm-hmm. Like, we did it. It was, like, ideal for us, Derek. We got yep. to do both. But trying to cram four parks into three days doesn't work out quite as good. So we hopped over to Hollywood Studios, and we did things. It's just kind of a blur. Rock and Roller Coaster was down. And so we used a Fast Pass for Toy Story and then a Fast Pass for Tower of Terror. 
We kept trying to use our rider swap pass, but it kept being closed, and it was closed again, and it was closed again. And uh, then we went to Indiana Jones with a fast pass, which if you listen to our show episode, I said you don't need a fast pass for shows unless it's peak season. And the Saturday of Columbus weekend is definitely peak season. It's like a 9 out of a 10 crowd-wise. The only thing busier is Christmas break. So I was thankful we had that fast pass for Indiana Jones. So saw that show. Alden loved it as usual. We see that once every couple years, and he really liked it. Then after that, we checked to see if Rock and Roller Coaster was open, and it was not. So we decided we'd give our um, Rider Swap Pass away. So Rider Swap Pass is good for three people. So we looked for a family of three to hand it to. I let him pick out the people on our way out and found found a dad with like two middle school age kids and gave it to them, and they were super excited because when it did open, we were watching the app later. It had like an hour and a half wait. You know, it was like 90 minutes as soon as it opened. So that rider swap was priceless. Um, so we got on the boat, hopped our way over to the beach club. We activated our Lyft app to take the minivans. So now we are able to use a minivan if we needed to. That's Disney's new Uber-like service, except through Lyft. So I shouldn't say Uber. I'd be like using a puff and calling it a Kleenex, right? Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Uber has, yeah, they've won the name game there. Um, then we went into Epcot. We had fast passes for Test Track and some other things that we ended up not using. But we went and did Test Track, and that uh, was fun. Alden won out of everybody in our car, and he let us all know that. He was not humble in any way, shape, or form. And then we ate at Garden Grill. It was good. We bet all the characters really quick. It was good food. I, I was really full. You know how we said Ohana full is kind of like a term? Mm-hmm. Garden, Garden Grill. Full. Good, because I have that booked for my next trip. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like is they've changed up the menu a little bit. They got rid of the sustainable fish and replaced it with a sausage. I'd much rather have the fish. I'm I'm okay with that. I don't eat the fish. I'll eat the sausage. Yeah, but see, I didn't need to eat the sausage. Alden ate all the roast. He got the kids thing with, like, the mac and cheese and french fries. And meanwhile, he, like, took all the roast out of the thing. Turd. Took all my food. So I was stuck with the turkey. But mashed potatoes are good. Beans, everything. It's all good there. Um, Dessert's really good. Strawberry shortcake. And then we, after that, we hopped... To the Magic Kingdom. Took the monorail over. And that is when it decided to have one of the outside little bands of Hurricane Nate come through Florida and rain sideways for a few hours. I don't think I've ever been rained on so hard. So the monorail was leaking. We didn't get wet. We got on the monorail at like the perfect time. Um, when we got off the monorail, we had to put on our ponchos. But the monorail was it was raining so hard on the monorail it leaked on our way to the magic kingdom it was dripping inside the monorail never seen that before and then we got off and we had to switch platforms to go to the magic kingdom and like we waited forever because they had to change trains around or something and like we were everybody it was raining the wind was coming from the far side of where we were at and we're still getting misted from the wind and the rain it was insane and then it kind of let up a little bit as we got into the magic kingdom all they wanted to do buzz but the line was like insane 
I had made an Aladdin fast pass on our way over there. Even though we had like zero desire to do it, it was just the soonest fast pass. And we were hoping, because the radar said this rain was coming, that it would rain and close Aladdin. And then you get a free fast pass anywhere. Yep. And finally, we got I got the email that said Aladdin is closed. All right, let's go on Buzz. So I booked Aladdin with the sole purpose of going on Buzz. Brilliant. Yeah. So I was looking at the radar going like, because we were still, I was sitting at Garden Grill when I made this. I'm like, it might rain by then. Let's try this. He's like, I guess worst case scenario, we go on Aladdin, but I get to go do the up and down controls. He's, you know, he's like worst case scenario. So we went on Buzz. To get to Buzz, we walked through some ankle deep water. There was no way around it. We thought we were wet a couple days before, but now we were like really wet. Um, people hiding everywhere. You couldn't go anywhere under any kind of cover. But we did buzz. Alden got Galactic Hero for the first time, so he was pretty excited. Um, and then we went back outside, and I was like, do you want to go try Pirates or something else? He's like, no, I just want to go back to the room. I'm wet. So he was, he was done. Four parks, one day, Galactic Hero, soaked up to the ankles, and he was done. By the time we got back to the hotel, his poncho was, like, ripped in half. I, I don't even – it rained so hard it hurt uh, walking to the bus. It was pretty miserable. And it was just sprinkling when we got back to Pop. But, uh, yeah, that was a long as day. As miserable Four as a parts, Disney trip could one be. day. It started really bad with the bus and then kind of ended with one of our worst bus rides. There was a bunch of college-age kids singing on the bus. Like, wheels on the bus go round and round really loud. You would have thought that they were coming from the Food and Wine Festival, but they were not. So, I will say, when we walked through Epcot earlier, we did go through the Epcot 35 exhibit, um, trying to check that out. But there were so many people just trying to escape the heat. They're just sitting on the floor in the Odyssey building, and we could not get to the exhibits. They're just sitting on the ground with their beer. It was a Saturday afternoon at Food and Wine. It's weird, weird place. And we did the China that's, movie. That's when all the locals just come hang yeah. out for an afternoon. They're just in there drinking, couldn't get to the exhibits at all. We saw the China movie, and I kind of had to talk him into it, and he thought it was awesome. He came out of there like, we need to go to China, Dad. I'm like, okay. I like it. And there's we... some Disney in China. We can all go. That's right. The propaganda worked. So that was our last day. Then we went back to our hotel room and watched a football game and packed up for our 4.35 a.m. Magical Express to the airport. Well, it sounds like you had a really great time, though, a couple issues. Those those uh, can be memories down the road. That, they are. ankle-deep water. Uh, that's already a memory. And the fact that the whole day I was like, do we want to go take a break? Should we take a break? I'm ready for a break. I, I, I kept saying that. He's like, no, Dad. He's no, 10. No. We're going to go. He's Well, he's like Michelle. He's just like, it's the last day, Dad. Magic Kingdom is open till midnight. Like, I'm aware. That worries me with you. We have a 435 bus to catch. You know, and and then the downpour. He, you could tell. We were both just miserable, soaked. Everybody else had already left the park. He's like, there's not going to be anybody left in the park. And then he's realizing, but there's also barely any rides open. Mm-hmm. Because... Thunder would be closed. Mine Train would be closed. Dumbo, Barnstormer. Like, he starts naming all the outdoor attractions. Like, 
So all the attractions that are left open are still going to be just as busy yep. because people that left are just making up for what's closed. And like, you got a point. So the ride we never made it on that we wish we would have was Pirates. It was down um, on our day that we were there with our friends. And then that day, uh, Rockin' was down and we had that pass to use. Otherwise, we had pretty good luck with rides and we did a lot of attractions for the number of hours there because... We got out of bed. That's the key. Rope drop radio. Get there it early. It is. So there it is in a nutshell, Derek. Well, it sounds like you had an amazing time. I definitely was jealous, and I know you are texting me throughout. You sounded worn down even through the text messages. Uh, you thought I Alden was. was trying to kill him at times because I, I, could, just, I could just imagine a 10-year-old at Disney. Uh, yep. That. I'm glad you made it back. I'm glad we're having this conversation right yeah. now. Uh, touching, touch yeah, there we go. Uh, good thing you got to eat those pretzels and the garden grill and everything. Get that energy stored up for doing all four parks in one day. Yeah, and you know we did get so after the fireworks and we did the laugh floor and some other thing. We did get a Dole Whip, so we did get our Dole Whip in. Um, so that was good. That was good. The Dole Whip float. They have the new upside down Dole Whip cake, pineapple cake. Ooh, that sounds good. And I was planning on getting that um, that last night, but I don't know where you would eat it without it getting soaked and washed away. Mm, so yeah. we never had a snack in the Magic Kingdom. We were going to have a snack, but you know, he was like, let's go. Let's get out of here, Dad. And so we got back to Pop, and we went to the food court, and we bought the tie-dye cheesecake, which is like the signature dessert of Pop Century. And he got some brownie bites, and then we got a couple of Rice Krispies. And it, honest to God, looked like we are trying to use up our snack credits the day before we left. And the cashier made a joke about that. I'm like, no, actually, I'm paying cash. <laughs> like, using up your snack credits? No, I'm, I'm, I'm paying cash. Thank you. It's well, kind, of, kind of sad and funny all at the same time. It's all right. We got to have that uh, bender at the end of the trip. I get Deal. it. So, awesome. Well, I'm glad you're back and uh, looking forward. When do you go back? Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, we go. Um, this trip was centered around soccer. The next one is centered around Husker basketball. The Nebraska basketball team will be playing in the Advocare Invitational at the ESPN Wide World of Sports on Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and then the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So we're going to be going to Disney and attending some basketball. So we'll have some ESPN Wide World of Sports stuff to talk about. Never been to a big event there other than like packet pickup and kids races. So it'll be interesting to see what that's like when there's actually a big event going on. Well, and that's a good tip. You can also do other things in Florida besides Disney World, or you can pair up a lot of trips. I know a lot of yeah. uh, friends who've been going to uh, business conferences in Orlando and then, uh, you know, before or after uh, doing one or two days at the park. So always something yeah. to think about when whether you're in the area, you know, some event going down there. Definitely bookend it with a trip to Disney. That's right. Always always work your Disney trip into it. And if you are thinking about taking a Disney trip, we highly recommend Michelle McKnight. She is the rope drop queen. I know she's really jealous of you and Alden being there without her. 
Uh, she, like me, had to live vicariously through text messages and pictures and updates. So, But if you uh, like us on Facebook or we can message you to Michelle, her email will also be in the show notes. And she would love to plan your magical vacation and help you navigate the best times to go to the park. She can't do anything about the rain, as we all know, but she can definitely help you know the best times of year when the crowds are high, low, you know, help you have the perfect vacation. That is correct. All right. Well, thanks, Doug. I'm glad you're back. I look forward to hearing more stories from your Disney trips in the future. So if you are enjoying this, please hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you are using. Also, be sure to go on to Facebook and Twitter, look up our show and follow and like us. But for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. Thank you for listening to Rope Drop Radio.